0: Living the extreme. Yep. This week on reliving.
1: Name the name of podcast
2: That's your intro folks this week on reliving the extreme. We are on the struggle bus to try to give you an hour this week with the episode of ECW that we watched from March the 29th, 1994 Nate Maxson here along with my brother Aaron.
1: Hello, everyone.
2: And a man who, if featured on this show, may have made it better,
0: Chad Austin. C H <laughs> A D A U S T I N. Trying to All get right. the long... I took about eight seconds. Getting
2: the long intro here before we get into this. Yeah, we were discussing the show that... that and I'm sure the show that was uh, originally aired was longer. WWE probably edited something out. You think? Yeah, and this, the show that's on the network is only 29 minutes long for this week's show that we are reviewing. But I, before we get into this, there's a couple of things that I want to discuss. Aaron and I yesterday were at the Heroes and Legends Wrestling Show in Fort Wayne, Indiana, the mecca of professional wrestling. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I mean,
0: the reason why I, I couldn't be there because I couldn't get a flight there.
2: They're yeah.
0: They're like, yeah. like Chad. We not can... because they were overbooked. It's because nobody flies there.
2: We, we can get you to we can get you to Louisville. That's that's as far as we're gonna go. That's that's it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then I would I would have spent one hundred and seventy five dollars a fly to Louisville. Then I would spend two hundred and forty dollars a day to get a runner car if they even had them. You know, to drive all the way like another four hours to Fort Wayne, and then I'm thinking like. And I got to spend the night. That's yeah. another couple hundred dollars. And I'm thinking that pizza job didn't pay that well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Doordash is killing it either.
2: We, Aaron, and I had fun talking to the people promoting the the Weekend Wrestle podcast, reliving the extreme in well, we you did, had and WrestleNet Radio. We did have fun talking to the people. Yeah, I had fun talking to the people. Aaron had a fun um, being Aaron, which was fantastic. I mean, as was well. there?
0: Was there a lot of people there? Like, did people know the show? I mean,
2: it was it was. We've been to a few of those shows, and they usually do pretty decent. This one did not. <laughs> um, the, you know, comparatively, you know. So it was. um And I don't know. I don't know if it's if if COVID's still keeping people away or what excuse you would use, but. I guess putting us on the banner didn't put any asses in the seats, but it did give us a chance to, prom- <laughs> to promote the shows and, and talk to the peoples and uh, make some connections and stuff. So that wasn't too bad. Now, no, what I'm I will kidding. say... I'm they-
1: kidding, by the way. I enjoyed talking to some of no. the people. Con-
2: the the con- The convention was fine. The wrestling card was a fucking train wreck. And Aaron, only you could tell these stories... Better than I could.
1: Well, I don't know if I can do that, but, like, right off the bat, they did, like, a Royal Rumble. And this one dude's in there, and his name is, like, Phil the Philosopher or some shit like that. You know, Simon. Simon the, Socrates. The, that was it. The Philosopher Simon Socrates. And his gimmick is that he's, like, a Greek philosopher. It's just a horrible gimmick. And he, comes out <laughs> no. the Royal, he comes out in this Royal Rumble thing, and then this big pucker comes out. His, his number's drawn. He comes out, and he kicks this motherfucker <laughs> <double goddamn laughs> in the face.
2: I looked at Aaron, and I said, that knocked him the fuck And it really and did. this it dude is him
1: just out. out in the middle of the fucking ring at fucking Fort Wayne, Indiana. <laughs> and, like, everybody's just looking at him. But they dump this guy out of the ring, finally. They get him out. And then the battle royal continues. And then it ends. And then they're like, all right, we got to take a break. Like, they've already got to take an intermission. After First match, we need an back. intermission. And they're like, oh, we need the promoter to the back immediately, please. Like, this guy is, oh, it's what else back. happened on this thing? Oh, Ubi comes out, okay.
2: Ubi, dude. Su- su- my, my boy Super Crazy had a match.
1: Yeah, Super which Crazy. Was,
2: which was actually yeah. pretty good with the local cruiserweight champion, whatever his name was, I don't remember.
1: Cody Lee.
2: Cody Lee, there you go. Super okay. Crazy has a match Super with him. Crazy? Yeah,
0: <laughs> out of all the people, if you have a budget to book a show, out of all why, why did they book Matt Cardona? You know what I mean? <laughs> like super crazy.
2: <laughs> I think super why? crazy and I think super crazy and Hoobie came as a package deal because they were at the same table. Well, they should have booked
0: Tiger of Mass Nine. <laughs> Is it, at least he's got a he's got a show on Pluto.
2: <laughs> and if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. Fuck yeah. If
0: you can get your online internet to work, it takes me up uh, four hours to start this thing up. I got a lawnmower. It doesn't take this long to fucking start up.
1: <laughs> but Ubi, his fucking foot's broke. And I didn't know he was going to be broke. And at first, like during the convention, I'm sitting at the table with Nate. And I see this little guy getting pushed in a, in a fucking wheelchair Wearing a mask. Yeah, a little little it, guy. Yeah, and I almost looked at Nate and I almost said, Oh, look, it's like, must be that kid's wish to meet fucking Rakishi or something. <laughs> you know? And then I realized it was actually Ubin, dude. <laughs> actually Hoopitude. Well, so I was like, Well, he's obviously not going to be working tonight. So he doesn't, obviously. But then he comes out and he cuts a promo and you can't understand a fucking word he's saying after this match that he has with, with Super Crazy. I, I don't know.
0: I don't know when. I don't know when Hooven quit trying. Like he obviously quit trying. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't know, like when it. Maybe happened. maybe maybe
2: when WWE had him riding a, a, tra- a lawn tractor to the ring. I don't know. I don't know when he.
0: Well, that was actually pr- probably his best stop I thought. I mean, that's when, um, like, there was a rumor going around, and whatever. Nobody listens to this. Uh, <laughs> there was a rumor going around That he was Bob Orton's Boy toy Oh my yeah. <laughs> it was for real And um, my buddy my buddy who, Who's a worker He was at the gym And he said he kept seeing Kind of like posing Like he didn't work out mm-hmm. He was just posing in front of the gym And then literally Bob Orton Walks over and like pats him on the back And like they leave together and he's like, what do you know about Bob Horton and Hoover dude? I don't think I should know any.
2: Hey, I was going to say, not a goddamn thing. Yeah. I
0: mean, if I know something, you're going to have to subpoena me. And I'm not saying it on this fucking show. But yeah. Hoover dude. I mean, you could probably say it was could have been It could have been as late as, what, 97 WCW? Like, mm-hmm. that he just kind of gave up? Because he never could do that 350, fifties, sixties, 92 splash. Like, you know what I mean? Channel 45, whatever. I don't know whatever he's doing it. (laughs) But uh, he never could, like, I I never claimed that I could do that splash. Like, great. And I would do it. And 99% Mm -hmm. of the time, I would miss it. Because I knew I couldn't do it, like, successfully. Right. But I've seen that dude land on people's fucking necks. (laughs) With with his knees, (laughs) you know, and shit. And I'm like somebody's gonna get up, you know? (laughs) And And slap the piss out of you. (laughs) And wring that little
1: motherfucker's neck. Well, he comes out to cut this promo on Super Crazy, and nobody can understand what he's saying. He's fucking mumble-mouthed, obviously. And he's like, I'll challenge you, cage match, triple threat. And he's just babbling. And then he says, in 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 an example of a guy not knowing how to read the room, he goes, so all I have to say is, fuck you, you fucking motherfucker. <laughs> and every, every parent with a small child
2: in the building, he, 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 looked could, looked he could like, hear the collective wow. collective parental gasp.
0: That's all he knew in English? That's
1: <laughs> the only thing you could understand. he said, and fuck you, you fucking motherfucker.
0: <laughs> wow. All this time he's lived in this country, and that's all he's picked up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and everybody else was either, everybody was shocked, except me and Nate. We're the only ones cackling. <laughs>
0: <But everybody laughs> well, I mean, let's, let's be honest. Shocked. <laughs> yeah, let's be <laughs> honest. Oh, I, w- I would have just jumped up and like, yeah, fuck him. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you, super crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah, that shit yeah I,
0: super fuck you. But yeah, that was uh, that was that show. Well, I mean, I'm glad that um, I mean. You know, the the super, super oh, dude. Don't get me started. What I almost just said there. Um, did he look okay? Like, like he could still do some of his shit. Super crazy. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. He actually had a pretty decent match. He didn't do the.
1: That's the only thing. That's what I was gonna say. I told. I asked Nate. I was. Under, I was like, I wonder if he can do that triple jump anymore. And then oh, they on. ended up. They ended up not doing it. So I'm like, well, he can't do that shit no more.
0: Yeah, because the no, show but was I only mean, one day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he would have been a ham he would, have hit
0: him. he would have been able to hit it I mean like literally I got he, he gave me one of his shirts like an ETW. and mm. it's so generic you know and it says like super crazy and it says insane luchador but because he gave it to me like kind of put it somewhere in a higher rotation <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean yeah yeah. Cause I'm just like, <laughs> cause he knew that I liked him, you know what I'm saying? And he's like, mm-hmm. and since he didn't speak English and I always kept patting him on the back and stuff, you know, and be like, good, 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 good. And then he handed me the shirt and apparently he didn't buy the fineness in quality of t-shirts when mm-hmm. he got his merch me. <laughs> cause you could almost see, you can almost see my back through the front. <laughs> like, like that's how thin it's gotten now. But, uh, they- you know, I digress.
2: Yeah, it it was definitely a train wreck of a show. Um, but I mean overall, I think I mean it's 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 awesome to be able to get back to doing to go into live wrestling and going to concerts, whether good or bad. And hey, you know what? Even a train wreck wrestling show is fun. We prove that every week here on Reliving the Extreme hey, when we watch I, I these.
0: Guys, I hope you guys just got to hear uh, I'm outside and I hope you guys got to hear my neighbor just walk outside. I call him Miro or Rusev, and, and he's literally, he's, he's like, I don't know what he is, but he, he's hairy as shit, never wears a shirt, and he just came walking out of the house yelling. <laughs> and I, I hope when you go back and clean this up, <laughs> Nate, you can hear Miro out there.
2: <laughs> is, is your neighbor Archie Mitchell?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Rusev.
2: Oh, uh, I got. I had to. Get, I I had to get the first Archie Mitchell joke in this week. We were talking about it yesterday at the convention. Oh, we got
0: Archie Mitchell jokes to come.
2: Archie Mitchell money is one of our favorite sayings now. Chad, we say <laughs> that all the time now. I don't have Archie Mitchell money, but <laughs> you do. All right. So, so I want to ask you guys a question. As of this week, well, starting next week, we have we will have watched a full calendar year. Of ECW. Um, when we started, I think the first episode we did was April 1st of 1994. So, actually, I guess technically this is a year's worth of ECW TV. What do you think, Aaron, is the highlight of the first year of ECW?
1: Uh, My leather pants joke about Jason <laughs> last week.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I think I'm still laughing about that. <laughs> but
1: no, because honestly, I,
0: I, I laughed so much about that <laughs> fucking joke last week <laughs> that I completely forgot why I was laughing about it. You know, <laughs> and I'm trying, I'm trying to explain the jest. I'm like, Aaron just wrecked me, and, and she's like, "What do you say?" I go, "I don't even remember." Don't, I'm going to and go then, back and, and listen. And then, like, when I went back and I listened to the show, and I said, "I think that was it <laughs> about Jason's pants." <laughs> but um,
1: it, it, in all honesty, um, I think the highlight has been um, Shane Douglas. He's been the best person on the show, hands down. I don't think he's that like he hasn't done anything where I could just make fun of it or poke holes in it or anything like that. So yeah, Shane, Shane and Terry Funk. I, I agree with Terry
2: Funk. He was going to be what I said was the highlight, yeah,
0: but so. I would have I would have taken Terry out of the equation. Really, like besides Terry, mm. you know what I mean? <laughs> Mm-hmm. because then you know what was the best thing about 89 wcw
2: terry funk okay you
0: know, I mean, <laughs> yeah <laughs> what was the best you know so yeah. so yeah it's terry funk so take him out of the equation i think shane is probably a great example of um you know like the best thing to come out of this but if you were gonna if you i mean are you asking me too yeah um I'm going to say the emergence of the Sandman. We're starting to see something here, aren't we?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The gimmick is the gimmick has, has finally the wetsuit has finally been retired to the basement for the Sandman yeah. and ho- and hoping, hopes of never returning again. And hasn't he already slapped the bitch?
0: <laughs> 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 hasn't he already hit peaches? Like, see that, that hole already... in the kitchen?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because they kind of show it like weekly, right?
2: Yeah, pretty much every week on recap. We're so
0: disgusted with what he did. We're going yeah. to continue <laughs> to show it to you. <laughs> I mean, there's no chance he's going to get away with this in a court of law, <laughs> because like the district attorney's just going to replay the tape. <laughs> bring me any,
2: a, yeah, bring me any episode of ECW from February or March of <laughs> 1994, <laughs> and I can have this footage. So I know the there's a lot answer. to choose get from. Get out of
0: that broad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know there is a lot to choose from. But what has been the worst thing we've seen, Aaron, so far in ECW? Or you can say things. You can, you can, you know, mix it up and say this oh, where this, this, this.
1: and <laughs> Where do you begin? Hunter Q. Robbins, Jason, Maddie in the house, fucking Pat Tanaka. This is all trash. <laughs>
0: now we're talking. I mean, Hunter Q. Robbins hasn't lived here for a while. Um, yeah. <laughs> Like, you must really hold a grudge against Hunter Q. Robbins.
1: He's asking for the whole year, so that would be it. I mean, basically, that, that Cabrini College tank, like, that was just – it was fun. Yeah,
0: that, that, it was fun whole Dryer, but that, yeah, that whole entire run was not great. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. But um, yeah. as, far, as far as what, the worst? I mean, yeah. in my eyes, the worst part was mm-hmm. the lack of the um, – uh, like the increase in the people. Cause it just seemed like it wasn't until just the show we're going to do today that you started to see like more people, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. You yeah. always, you always got that whole entire, when you look around the back of the arena, there's always that open space, mm-hmm. you know? And they're like, now I'm thinking, Oh, all right. We got Sabu and we got, <laughs> Mike was awesome. And, <laughs> and then we're like, now there's people there.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. The word is out apparently. Yeah, um, I have to. I have to give an honorable mention to the the universe that was the universe of the super Ds because they had <laughs> multiple. Br- they broke up, and then they were back together, then they broke up, and somebody lost a mask. But I think the next week the guy had the mask back on, and they were <laughs> so. Again, hey, I got I to
0: found a- it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, he, he he looked underneath his car seat. <laughs> And he's like, "Hey, man, here's your mask." Yeah, the, the super D I could have super done without. <laughs> like, if you wanna, if you want to put it in that, that kind of context, I'm just like, "Well, that, I mean, but let's let's be honest, guys. That's what ECW was, you know. There's yeah. there's no money, so <laughs> you know, like, what are you, what are you gonna do? If you know if you got AJ Petrucci and Doug Stahl working for forty bucks a night, that's your then team
2: champions. Yeah,
0: why? Yeah, why wouldn't you use them?
2: Mm-hmm. But I, I also uh, have to give honorable mention, whether the good or the bad. I think he's finally not going to be on the show anymore. Our MVP of the past year of reliving the extreme oh, no. Salvatore Balomo. I have to mention Sal. <laughs> God rest yeah. his soul. You know what, Sal? Sal didn't. He doesn't even know how much he's done for this podcast in the past year. <laughs> I, I,
0: I thought you were going somewhere else with this one. No, <laughs> I, I thought there was another another guy's name that you were going to say, and I'm just going. When is this guy going to go away?
2: Ooh, which one? Rebel. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, when
0: when I saw him come out wearing that fucking terrific California body gear it later on. I'm just thinking like, this motherfucker's still there.
2: He's still hanging around.
0: Like, what is he gonna fuck get the message, you know?
2: Are they still using a license? Didn't you say that he had a license that they were using and that's why they were using him? Yeah, because he had is a he...
0: Um, Pennsylvania State Athletic Commission license.
2: So that could be why he's still around.
0: Yeah, because they didn't know uh, the commission didn't issue any more licenses. There's only huh. so many people allowed to have them. So he had a license. he was kind of grandfathered in. You know
2: what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know how much longer he's going to be around. But like Chad said, he does pop his head into this episode of ECW. And like I said, I just wanted to give give Sal Balomo. I know we we busted a lot of balls about Sal, but I was entertained by Sal Balomo. Yes. You know, I've got to say that. Whether man the kid's goofy. And the kids. End of the kids. Yeah.
0: Nobody was more entertained than the kid. And it's not plural. I said kid. The kid. The one kid. That one kid. The one kid in this country. Picking up at the park. There's kids in this country. His parents were all mad at Like, who is this guy picking up my kid?
2: What's with the helmet? All right. So we're going to go into it now. March 29th, 1994. (laughs) Did you just go, oh, Aaron? Yeah.
1: We were having so much fun. I know. Yeah, I know.
2: <laughs> thanks, for, the thanks, the show. thanks for shitting in the Cheerios, Nate.
0: Yeah, I thought this could just be the show. <laughs> we can just beat up Sal for another, I don't know what, how much we got, another uh, 38 minutes or whatever.
2: That's a spicy meatball. The ultimate Jeopardy match is, is uh, shown, or footage from it is shown at the beginning of this show, with Shane Douglas, with a uh, sorry, with a bag over Terry Funk's head in the Ultimate Jeopardy Steel Cage match, he hits a pile driver on the Funker and pins Terry Funk to win the ECW Championship.
0: From Valley Forge, right?
2: Yes. Yeah. And didn't you say this? This one it doesn't because I could never find this show. So didn't you say this one was one that was lost?
0: Yeah, or that's didn't that's according, no, no, not, I, I mean, let me take that back. Um, this is right when, around when Paulie had the problem with the production company. Okay. Because this so, was supposed to be like the big deal. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Everything. And I guess Paul's, oh, shocker. That's why I didn't get paid in checks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? The production company. Decided. Wait a minute. We can't. We brought all this shit out here. You know what I mean. And you, your check bounced. You know, like <laughs> like nine one one just chokeslammed me, Hack Myers, and the other guy.
2: <laughs> so the the tape wasn't lost. The tape was kept. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, kn- I know his name is David. Can't think of his last name, but one hundred percent chance that he has it. And I still want to know why I have. Why is Tom Brady's name on my on my no, nope. <laughs> I don't know. Was he in the crowd? <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> that's how good the show was. I was thinking of Tom Brady.
2: Aaron, what did you think of this? Um, I mean, I know it's just the end of a match, but
1: well, I mean, there's the video that goes with it, which they show the clips of everything that's going on. Um, I think the, I know Chad said the setup was kind of weird, but I uh, it like the little ramp they had, you run down and the fucking being on that circular stage and all that shit. I mean, I wish you could have seen
0: this show cuz it looked like it looked like it was cool. Like it looked like Yeah, it was you know, a cool setup it, at least. It it looked it looked better on paper. Yeah, than it did in in uh real time, you know. Like when you get there and you're like, "Wow, it's like Dolly Parton performed here. Kenny Rogers performed here." You know, and then 9 one here <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> like You know, it was kind of like it, it looked like it was a big deal because mm-hmm. it, it was clean. It was it was it was lit for not wrestling. I will say that it was not lit for wrestling. It was not backlit, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. and then at the bottom of all that shit, you had the, the ring. So it was kind of like at the end of the day, you just kind of go like. Yeah, this is not a great idea. This was this was not the best building you could you know you could run, and I I don't know I I couldn't tell you why they ran it you know I don't know what the logistics was with Todd knew somebody you know and mm-hmm. got it for half of nothing
2: which is possible now would it would you say it was uh it was a are you saying it's just it wasn't a good show a good place to run to put present it on TV or just in general
0: in, in general because there was no back. Okay, like you know what I mean. Like you couldn't like you, you. You could only put cameras on three sides of the ring because there was no behind it. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. because where the stage where the people perform at. Nobody wants to pay a ticket to go up there and see Dolly Parton's back. You know, it's
2: like, like, it's like that. It's like that ridiculous shit they did at WWE earlier this year where they had the matches at the concert. I forget which pay per view that was.
0: Yeah. Uh, remember, no, yeah. Nobody ever said Dolly Parton had big shoulder blades. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I'm going like, to pay all this money to go watch Dolly Parton's back, <laughs> and, and, and that's the kind of place it was. It was, uh, well, I mean, for lack of a better word, I guess it's called. It's an amphitheater, right? Yeah. Like when it's only three sides, and then mm-hmm. there's the pit, and then you get
2: the state You yeah, the pit with the stage on it down. Yeah.
0: They they had everything, but the only thing they lacked was the uh, the orchestra, <laughs> like down, down in the pit. <laughs> then, I think that's where Donnie Allen was in.
1: Then the other thing is the only other thing that would have annoyed me would be if I was like at that show, or, and I'm in the crowd, and the main event starts, and they're fucking fucking flashing spotlights in my eyes like, every twenty seconds. And what the they whole, were doing match? that? Well, if you want, like the match, like when the whole match is going on, like like fucking lights are just going crazy all over the cage and the rain or anything like that. And it's
0: like, that would have annoyed the shit out of me. Well, th- again, like I just said, didn't I just say like the place wasn't well lit. Yeah. And I think, I think somebody at some point kind of thought, you know, like we got to do something here. <laughs> you know
2: <what> I mean? <laughs> Li- liven this up a little bit.
0: Yeah. Like, you know, the, uh, yeah, probably Matt Radico. That's the guy's
2: name. Speaking of another Matt, we get an intro on the show of Maddie in the House, and this is fucking terrible.
1: Well, of course. It's Maddie <laughs> in the House.
2: But he introduces the show this week instead of Joey Styles, which I, I think it's mo- mostly because this show has absolutely nothing that was, hasn't been. Everything that's on this show is has recorded like three, four weeks ago. So um, Maddie does an intro. All I wrote down is Maddie in the House. Terrible. I didn't write down anything he said.
0: i, I tell you what he said. Oh, Maddie in the house. Why is everything from last week? <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, that's pretty much what he said. <laughs>
2: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, you get a match. I'm sorry.
0: Oh. I'm sorry. I apologize. Katanaka still, <laughs> still still working here. There's not a whole lot I can do.
2: We're showing a match between the Bruise Brothers and Public Enemy from a couple of weeks ago before the public enemy (laughs) won the tag team championship. Um, This match is, is definitely ECW. You know, I mean, I did too. And it was chaotic. It was all over the place. They had a really, really cool shot when they, when they went across the, 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 the uh, Eagles nest where the announce desk is the shot of Joey commentating about the match, but the camera catching him from above him. I thought when it was they really beat him cool. Up? Yeah, right before they beat him up. They, like, shot him calling it, but he's like he knew the camera was above him. So he's calling it like a fucking ace reporter during a, a war scene or, you know, a war zone or something. And that <laughs> like, was really neat. A,
0: he's out there going, it's chaos. It's chaos <laughs> and mayhem. And, and, and all of a sudden, the, the Taliban storms the, the eagle's nest. <laughs> Who
1: was
2: yeah, this fucking dude, Bob I, I, guy I, that
1: was with him? That's what I don't know, is who the fuck is Bob Smith?
2: Bob Smith? That's yeah. the I don't guy think was I was ever...
1: commentating with Joey.
2: The Bob that was commentating with Joey. They only ever showed him from behind. He had long hair. Um, I have no idea what? who
0: Bob Smith I don't or whoever. I don't... <laughs> he fucking sucked whoever he was. It must, it must have been on for two seconds. Because I have no recollection of any Bob Smith. On, on this show.
2: <laughs> if that is his real name.
0: <laughs> Seriously. <we> <laughs> they would have
2: been better off if it was Bob Starr. Bob Ortiz for Christ's sake.
0: <laughs> That's probably who it was.
2: <laughs> well, whoever he is, he's terrible <laughs> and hopefully he never rears his ugly head again. But yeah, I I can't, like I, said- I can't
0: I can't say enough. I mean, how many weeks, Aaron, have I just kept saying, why didn't the Bruce brothers stick around? <laughs> Yeah, and then all of a sudden they aired a promo of the Bruce Brothers, mm-hmm. and then I went, "Oh well, I mean, it's starting to make sense now."
1: Yeah, they needed they needed somebody with them.
0: Well, who would who could who could have who could have easily managed the Bruce Brothers in EC? Paulie. Well, no, I got another name in mind.
1: Okay.
0: Um, our, our fearless leader, the uh, the cult of uh, Cornet, <laughs> maybe James E. You know. Because they are, he already they already had roots back to Memphis, mm-hmm. they already had roots back to Smoky Mountain, you know, and that that could have been a natural fit. But at the same time, I got to be honest, I actually thought back in that period of time that Paulie and Jim still hated each other. Like I thought that was a shoot. I didn't know that they were actually friends. Yeah, <laughs> like that was a work. And and you you guys probably can't say that either, right?
2: Oh no, yeah. You, I, I always, I always thought that they did. I, I always thought they disliked each other. Yeah, yeah, because you know, they, they just have such such different opinions on what pro wrestling should be and and how it should be presented. And it just seemed to me like like I mean, I'm not saying that Cornette. I mean, we all know how he feels about shit stain, but the. Not maybe not that much vitriol, but you just I can't see those two. you can't even see those two getting along, really, you know, just it's like it's like oil and water,
0: yeah, so you you, you would naturally just think they didn't like each other, but mm-hmm. behind the scenes, yeah, they're friends, you know, and I'm thinking, what a better fit, you know, because who would have been the baby face? who do you think would have been the baby face if Cornette would have came in and managed the Harris brothers against the fucking the fucking public enemies I don't. <laughs> They're fucking awful, There's, by the way, dude. It's terrible. Oh,
1: it would have been Cornette and the, the cor- Cornette would have been the babyface. I mean, every time, they, every time him and the Midnight's would go to
0: Philadelphia, they would fucking lose their minds. Like, yeah, I, 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 hundred percent agree. But it's also ECW. Hmm. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, because like, Cornette's going to Cornette's going to shit all over the ECW arena and the fans in the yeah, ECW arena. Here
1: for it though. Dude, how it, big if Jim Cornette shit on him, they still pop for it. I
0: how think. big was that pop when Cornette showed up?
2: Enormous. <laughs> Enormous. Dude,
0: like I mean, everybody knows when the lights go out in Philadelphia, <laughs> somebody's gonna gonna be in that ring. And it's like, okay, we've had Bobby Eaton, we've had Arn Anderson, we've had Terry Funk, uh, you know, and then all oh, of a sudden who, who, do
2: you, who do you think got a bigger pop? on that on that gimmick was it uh cornette or lawler cuz lawler got a pretty cornette, it, lawler got a
1: yeah well that's true lawler had they the were mad to see lawler <laughs> you know they were like fuck that but well, when cornette showed up cornette showed up their initial one was yay cornette's here and now it's like okay now we got to
0: play along and move it well dude no i think i think lawler got the piggyback pop you know, off of that. Because I think that Cornet was so over for that pop that, that it, they could have brought me out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I <don't> know. Uh, <laughs> like, they could have brought anybody out there and they would have got a pop because they were already piggybacking off of, um you know, Cornette's thing. Cornette. So they were already jumping up and down. And I'm like, dude, you're going to kill people. Like, <laughs> you're going <laughs> to turn the lights out. And then you're going to bring out Cornette. And then you're going to turn the lights out again. And then you're going to bring out Waller. You know, it's like, who are you going to bring out next? Who the fuck is next? Jesus. Magnum? Jerry Jerry? (laughs) Like, all of a sudden, sudden Magnum's coming out to the ring in stilts? (laughs) Like, all of a sudden, he can walk? Yeah, it's like, they kind of, I mean... It's a weird kind of thing to explain you know the, the the piggyback pop kind of thing but you know it's like it's when everybody's so high and I don't mean that mm-hmm. in you know that sense but when everybody's just so high and they get there the, the emotions are just going and going and going that they they could have brought anybody out there Mike boyette <laughs> 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 would, would have been over SD Jones would up be his favorite son Sal Lomo. no 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, south no, no. But uh, anybody else you could have brought out there, and the place would have won Apeship because they were already just like, "What the fuck's going on?" You yeah. know, there's Jim Cornette, and there's Jerry and all there You know, I mean, didn't they? Didn't they? Was Tammy already there at that time? Yeah, yeah. So you had Tammy, you had all these like people that you know. I'm sure they all made surprises. You know what I mean? Like debut so and I that was one of Paul's downfall is first off he didn't pay the fucking electric bill <laughs> and second off, he he just ran out of people to bring in
2: <laughs> I have nobody else Yeah, I have nobody
0: else to do this light gimmick with what the fuck <laughs> are we gonna do next <laughs> he's looking he's looking around he's scouring the internet and all he can come up with is Tom Brandy
2: <laughs> or Tom Brady
0: yeah no I thought well that's why he's on my notes Cause I had a feeling Paul was thinking about him.
2: The we get it. We get a like like Chad alluded. Oh, after the well, the match results in uh, in a pin for sorry, I lost my the place. On brothers. My, yes, the, the
1: brothers, yes, for the Bruce Brothers. And then the Public Enemy kicked the shit out of Joey Styles.
2: Yes, dude, they beat the shit, shit out of Joey
1: Styles, and then bash
0: him with a chair. Dude, I love <laughs> how they just kind of like they, they didn't hurt him. Like, right? let's be honest, they they didn't rough him up, but. I could just tell the emphasis was on Paul going, just ruffle up his clothes to make it look like you know, like you beat him up. Because I, I even look at look at Joey Styles, like he's like half of a sleeve is ripped, you know. You know he's all, he's got like his underwear hanging out of the back, and he stuff. looks he looks he looks like he looks like Jameson from the WWF. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, I'm I'm just like. That's all Paul said to do. Like, don't beat the guy up, <laughs> you know, just shake him up and, you know, and and pull down his pants or something, you know, kind of thing. Like, yeah, that, that's all that was.
2: The uh, like Chad said, then after this, we get um, well, we do. We see the footage of the tag title match with the public enemy coming in. With the pipes, or yeah. Anyway, this this thing's a fiasco. Probably going to be a tag team change. <laughs> yeah, not, my notes are terrible because I'm I was so disen, disengaged with this and episode. Is there,
1: a, is there a more convoluted, just fucking horribly handled title in the history of professional wrestling than the first year of the ECW tag team? <laughs> <laughs>
0: no shit. <laughs> like that's going to be like a like you know that thing you have on like YouTube. Like the um the unauthorized story of you know yeah. the different territories and stuff. It's going to be the unauthorized story of something to do with the ECW. Okay. <laughs> like, you know, I was going
1: to make a board and put it all together, but I don't have enough fucking red yarn or whatever they use. <laughs> like the fucking or, nuts of or bandwidth.
0: fucking thing. Yeah, I'm not even sure the internet's big enough for that. <laughs> We they,
2: they have those videos that you can watch on YouTube where it'll be like the history of the WWF or all the WWF champions of all time and then, you know, it's set to music and it shows a picture of each one and the ACW and just a couple they just have question marks come up
0: and then well, Taz and that.
2: Sullivan are there then a question mark again we don't have any fucking clue yeah.
0: <laughs> it's the Super D's with the mask without the mask delivering
2: <laughs> pizzas with half, half um, a mask
0: you know, you know The family picnic with the Sandman and the handicapped kids. I mean, you you never know what the fuck's going on with this. Eddie,
2: Eddie Gilbert and the Dark Patriot, then Eddie Gilbert
0: and Doug Gilbert. Yeah, so even Eddie (laughs) Gilbert probably decided to take himself off of this shit. You know, because Eddie was already done, right? Yeah, he was done by this point. Yeah, he probably said, "Paul, if if you can do one thing for me, you know." For the rest you, of our friendship, if, if we've
2: ever been friends,
0: can, can you just forget that I was here? Like, <laughs> e- erase it. I don't give a shit what are you do about Doug. You can do whatever you <laughs> want about him, but just eliminate me <laughs> from this garbage. And I, I, I just said, um, did anybody, did anybody question what the fuck Jason was doing during like this, um, like the Bruce brother, at, like after the Bruce brothers promo when he was like talking to Joey like what what the fuck was he was he having a seizure? He he was shaking his head. He, you know what I mean? He was like flipping his hair and and like doing all this stuff and and um it goes back to last week when I said that was a great Jason promo from last week I and mean, you guys mm-hmm. disagreed. But he tried to recreate it? No, no, he didn't.
2: I mean, yeah. like- how, how do you like my epilepsy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how do you like my seizure?
2: We get a promo from the Harris brothers that uh, Chad alluded to, and then we get a a oh, promo from the Public Enemy, which is terrible.
0: Another doozy. I,
2: I still, I still, I still contend, and I don't remember if you guys agreed with me or not. I do like. The only the only thing I like about public enemy promos is how Rocco will slip in between the clowny voice and the crazy voice. I do oh. like that. I that, that always seems cool to me, but
1: Yeah, the
0: Oh Johnny.
1: <laughs> yeah, he always, and he always ends up ending it on a serious yeah. like, tone. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell exactly. you one thing that I am gonna do. Yes, yeah, exactly. exactly. I'm eventually well, I, gonna I, I, get I like a job.
0: That. <laughs> Like normally, it's like Johnny's going. What are you gonna do for money, Rocco? He, I don't know, Johnny. And then he goes, "I will tell you one thing, I'm gonna do. Once I get my learners, I'm gonna deliver pizzas.
1: And oh. we're going somewhere,
0: oh Rocco.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to deliver pizzas. You're Thirty minutes. Just rob the pizza guy." <laughs>
0: You 30 minutes the pizzas of, on a bicycle, Rocco. 30
1: minutes or less, Rocco. And Rocco's like, God damn it, Johnny. I'm trying to deliver the pizzas. And you just keep eating them, you fat piece of
0: shit. <laughs> yeah. When he says 30 minutes or less, he's like, you ain't never wrestled 30 minutes. It's always been less. <laughs> like, you're going to be good at this, Rocco. <laughs> that means so much pizza, you got a
1: heart condition. <laughs>
0: I don't even know what the hell uh my next what <laughs> what the hell my next note is. The next
2: <laughs> the next match on the show
0: yeah, is geez. Sabu versus Mike Awesome. No, that's not my next note. <laughs> I think it says big fat head
2: you <laughs> <laughs> he he must be talking about Johnny Grunge in that note. Yeah. You have
0: to be. <laughs> I don't know, but I scribbled it so fast that I was probably laughing when I wrote it. Because right after that, I wrote uh, "Smike Awesome." I literally there's an S, unless that's the G from the big fat thing, then it makes it look like it says "Smike Awesome."
2: Smike Awesome <laughs> versus
0: Sabu to you.
2: <laughs> this was fine. Yeah, I you mean, know, I mean, what, what,
0: what are you going to say about that?
2: Yeah, I mean it was it was fine, and it was it was um, there there were, and this is just how it goes with a match of this nature. There were a couple of times where, you know, Mike was obviously waiting on Sabu. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like oh for fuck's sake, <laughs> you can just see it. He's waiting on Sabu. Would you get in the fucking position you're supposed to be in?
0: Yeah. And the worst and, part is, is these two motherfuckers probably worked each other forty times, probably <laughs> before this match. You know, mm-hmm. in Japan, same match.
2: Yeah, same. Yeah, same yeah. match. Table, tables in the same
0: place. <laughs> yeah, I'll do this. I'll do this. I'll do this. Then you do this, and then we'll do it again tomorrow. And then they get to Philadelphia, and all of a sudden, these two motherfuckers are like Helen Keller out there. <laughs> <laughs> they, they have no idea. They have no idea what they're doing. You know, it's the blind leading the blind out there. And, and just,
2: Sabu. Sabu hits a. Um, oh my god, my notes here are terrible this week. Sorry, I apologize. Aaron, tell me about this match.
1: Well, the, Mike Awesome did do a spring off the top into um, the crowd, which is kind of impressive. Sabu moved the railing for him because there was no way that fucking Mike is gonna beat that
0: railing. So Sabu, I hate when he does that. Like Aaron, doesn't he try to make it look like he's not doing it on purpose?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it he looks tries like to like he, fall he into right. it. Yeah, Sabu
0: tries, tries to make it
1: look like he's like a wild man or whatever, and he pushes it. But yeah, he made sure he moved that. The, the
0: only other thoughts. person that that can move a railing worse than Sabu was Ian Rod, <laughs> and, and like you would think. Somehow, I'm not surprised. Yeah, it's like Ian. Ian he, he walks like a duck, and, and I mean, like so he's not moving a railing like in a in any sort of urgency or you know. And Sabu's the same way. He'll throw himself like into the railing just so he can pretend like it looks like he's moving the railing so that you know that he, that he can do his shit. But I mean, but at least he understands I can't I can't do this. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I ain't clearing this goddamn guardrail. <laughs> and do I think this big motherfucker's gonna catch me? I don't think so. Probably not. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. I mean, overall again, this was a good brawl. Nine one one actually costs Mike Awesome the match. Um. So after the match, we get a pro. Uh, I put a crying promo from Paulie mocking Mike Awesome for crying about nine one one costing him this match, and says that nine one one will fight him. I, oh, sure. I, I, I Tell me that does it, does that match ever even happen? No, I, not. I didn't think so. I don't. I don't. I, I, I don't
1: remember. think
0: Mike Awesome. I don't think Mike Awesome lasted. <laughs> <laughs> Until and Mike, honestly, I don't think it he's is. got
1: to work nine one one, so he's probably like, fuck that.
2: He's like, peace, now, I'll be back in nineteen ninety-eight.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, Mike Austin is not a wrestling guy. So it's not like he's gonna have anything to say about this creative. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's not gonna know. Like when they say you're gonna work nine one one, he's not gonna be like, Oh, come on, man. You know? Because he probably don't know who the fuck he is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and he's right? like, Well, he works here.
2: <laughs> and, he comes here anyway.
0: Yeah, so he probably don't even know who the hell he is. So yeah, I mean, Mike Awesome leaving is is, is clearly a money thing. Mm-hmm. And the next time I asked, um, well, he's dead now, right? Yeah. Well, oh, the awesome. next time I ask him is going to be, uh, <laughs> it's going to be a while for me. But I'll <laughs> ask, um, I'll ask the judge because because Jeff used to handle his travel and all that shit. I'll ask him, like you know. You know, what What was his deal? Like, you know, like... Right. Did he just not... Did he not know? Did he not care? Did he only know how to take care? You know, well, you know, you know who related to, right?
2: Well, Mike Austin was related to the Hogan's, is not he?
0: No, Bill Alfonso. Oh, really? He's related to Bill Alfonso and the Cuban assassin. <laughs> like, his name <laughs> is Mike Alfonso. <laughs> so, I dad, didn't know dad, that. That's right. I, that's right, daddy.
2: I honest to God, I thought he was a cousin in the Hogan family, too, and in that family but maybe i'm off maybe i'm thinking somebody else a big guy with a mullet maybe it was 911 i'm thinking of i don't know fuck it <laughs> it doesn't matter
0: maybe it was me <laughs> back in 94 big guy with a mullet
2: <laughs> we now have Shane Douglas sensational sherry and Mr. Hughes celebrating Shane's winning of the ECW World Championship and this is our appearance from the Rock and Rebel as he comes in to shake the new champion's hand
0: well, oh, so I, I, I have to get that shirt. That, that three jacket? quarters that three quarters of a shirt where you can oh, yeah. go. <laughs> the California bodywear. <clears throat> <The fuck> <laughs> Rebel? <laughs> if it was Rebel, it should have said Pennsylvania bodywear. <laughs> he ain't never been to California.
1: <laughs> Gary Wolf and Sandman showed up too. Yeah, what the fuck yes, was and- where, I mean, How come my did for this?
2: Sandman's trying to solicit uh, a prostitute, to Shane Douglas. No,
1: he told him it was Peaches. That's the thing. He's pimping out Peaches. He told him that he could give him twenty bucks and he could tag tag Peaches. That's what what a deal part. he says too. Yeah, he's like twenty bucks. He got twenty bucks. Sherry. And Sherry's
0: like, yeah. Like she doesn't care. <laughs> he's gonna do it. The best totally, deal in ECW. When when um when they teased that deal about the twenty dollars, I kind of popped for that. I was just like jesus well i could have walked away with 20 extra dollars because the me getting paid 40 bucks a night you know i could have even, spent 20 yeah. even in 1994 <laughs> that? money that's a hell of a deal hell yeah and I'm, <laughs> I'm just like well, where was I? I i was still trying to find my way home from cabrini college
2: <laughs> <laughs> todd gordon shows up here the public enemies show up to congratulate uh Douglas and of course Johnny Grunge tries to walk off with the title belt, um,
0: which which they've and, never done before. They, they've never shown Public Enemy stealing stuff from Todd Gordon stuff. Yeah, never. <laughs> I mean, never. why? Do, why do they allow? Why does Todd Gordon allow Public Enemy like in any establishment that he <laughs> because they're just going to steal shit.
2: Yeah,
0: and, and like. <laughs> I thought it was great that like Johnny Gruns throws the belt over his shoulder, like, like yeah, casually,
2: just in conversation. Yeah, yeah throws it over and, his shoulder,
0: and, and I'm I'm looking at it, going, he's gonna steal that motherfucker. Like, yeah, but didn't they catch him? Oh yeah, um,
2: Sherry Sherry caught it.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was I was popping, thinking this dude's totally gonna fucking heist that belt. And then walk off with it. And then you're gonna see him walking in the W key W whatever carver. Whatever his jewelry store. Come on, Todd. What are you gonna get me for this thing? And then, then he tries to take his little magnet to it to see what kind of care of gold it is, and then he realizes the belt's made out of concrete. That's not that's not gold of any kind. That's the that's the heaviest belt I've ever felt ever. And, and I'm just thinking, I don't even want to be the champion.
2: Yeah, I don't want the big brass belt. <laughs> Dude,
0: I, I'd rather have that big Ric Flair belt, carry that thing around than that big piece of concrete that was the uh, ECW title. <laughs> that wasn't even. It wasn't even like. Um, it wasn't even brass. It, it was like legitimately like like steel, and they had painted it because. If you ever seen a close up of it, it's got nicks and chips and dings. Well, I I've,
2: I've always I've always thought that that belt like looked weird. That, you know, like it did, it looked almost unfinished, I guess is the best way I can put it. Like it I always thought it looked that way.
0: It wasn't polished. Mm. It had no shine to it. It was um it was dull. And you can, you can totally see was, that, he, that belt was basically Pat
1: Tanaka.
2: <laughs> no polish to it. It's dull.
0: Yeah. dull. <laughs> well, I mean, they should have had the Pat Tanaka toe. <laughs> Somebody could have came out wearing Pat Tanaka around their waist. <laughs> because, <laughs> <laughs> because he still works there. <laughs> I mean, hey, Paul can't figure out what to do with him. So let's make the Pat Tanaka title. Yeah. What are you wearing? That's my patty sack. It's just too bad that R-Truth wasn't around back then. R-Truth could have been chasing around Pat Tanaka. He's like, why are you chasing me? He's like, I don't know. You just look like somebody I want to beat up. Somebody (laughs) told me you're a title. Yeah. Yeah. And he he picks him up and puts him around his waist. And and Pat Tanaka grabs his hands by, you know, like an embracement around his waist. So he's just, like, he's literally a title belt. Good God. ACW, what the fuck? (laughs) We're we're, we're getting there, man. We got four more minutes. (laughs)
2: Maddie in in the house screams to, to, and I think that's where you said you lost it, right, Chad? You didn't watch after that?
0: Oh, no. It was after the, it was the hawk promo oh so
2: you did see the the uh, the awful hawk promo he screwed up lines that he'd been doing for 10 years
0: <laughs> in this promo I, I, I think he said what an easter <laughs>
2: yeah, and he, he said he yeah. said swirt he said he, he did the sweat sock line that he's done a million times yeah. and he's like a pile of swirt snacks <laughs> it's like what the
0: fuck is going and then he's on he's even like that's hard to say yeah, he goes. That's hard to say. And, and then you got to wonder how many takes that it took. Yeah, it was it wasn't live. Yeah, I swear to God, he he said, like what? A, it was a holiday of some sort. What a Mother's Day, you know? And I'm just like, what is this fucking boob um, mumbling out there? Like, and they're gonna air this? Like you have you have that much TV time left? that you're gonna you're gonna air this hawk promo. And that's when I literally I d I don't know how much was left. Was there anything left after this? No, that was it. Oh, it was? Yes. Oh, because that's when I just threw my hands in the air and I waved them <laughs> like I just didn't care. And I said, I'm just gonna deal with you two guys and and, and let you and, and let you guys fill me in like as we go along. Because I'm going, I can't I can't do this, man. I mean I'm I'm teetering on fifty years old. I I, I don't have a whole lot of time. <laughs> and, and you're gonna this, you're gonna the, you're gonna have Hawk mumbling about about the, the about the um the Jerry Lewis telethon or something. I don't know what he was saying out there. You know, and I'm just like, I can't do that. I mean, literally yeah, that no, had been one of the worst promos.
2: Oh, it's all. I mean, I'm sure it was. It was a. uh, I'm sure we know why it was the way it was. But just the swirk sock thing got me. I was like, all right, you've only done that line. You've only. I've only seen you do that line. I don't know, maybe a hundred times, and and you you can't even get that one
0: right. I think he said he. Didn't he say he dines on Wendy's or he dines on Denny's? I think he said.
2: dines dines on Denny's. Yeah.
0: (laughs) We snack on danger and we dine on dainties. <laughs> and I'm just going, oh, that's that's enough.
1: <laughs> and,
0: then, and then I then I heard Jess, then I heard the lovely Miss Jess walking down the steps, and I just said, I, I don't know what's left. I'm I'm just done. I can't I can't do this. And and I'm I'm going. I'm cons- I'm really considering thinking about quitting the show. I, and I don't even do anything all day long. You know what I mean? I just sit around. So I could have watched the show in five easy installments. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like like 10 minutes. How prolong the abuse? Well, why fucking suffer either? Why? <laughs> I mean, Jigsaw <laughs> is one of my favorite movies, and I don't want to go through what them people I had to deal with. <laughs> and that's kind of like watching an ACW show. <laughs> like what, when they tie you up to a, a rotating board and then you're moving towards a saw thing or whatever. And you're just like, oh, so no, you- <laughs> Sandman. Oh, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I got that, ball. I you that. Can either- you can't get much worse. Oh, shit.
0: Yeah, they just cut off my leg. But at least I didn't have to see the Sandman match.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, pluck your eyeball out or <laughs>
0: watch this Hawk promo. Yeah, listen to Rebel. <laughs> like, like, literally, every time you see Rebel, I, I don't know about you guys. But every time I see him come out, I literally just do the Oscar line. He's still working here. Like, I can't believe he's still working here. Like, you know, they always seem to find something for him to do only because I'm sure it's because of the license. Mm -hmm.
2: Every week he walks in the arena or every four weeks, he walks into the ECW arena and they're going to usher him out. He just pulls the license out and Polly goes, wait, let him come in. Let him come in. We'll find something for you. That's a wonderful shirt you have on. We'll just shoot it from the back and you can congratulate Shane Douglas. Paul,
0: Paul yells out, where is Donnie Allen? <laughs> like, we, we need something for rebel.
2: <laughs>
0: like, he was not a big fan of putting me over at all. And I'm thinking, like, in that one show, we're, we're getting towards it. I worked Benoit, Sabu. And Reb, clearly, I won one of them matches. And, <laughs> I
2: wonder which one that was. <laughs> yeah.
0: And he was not a fan, right? Not a not a fan. And Sabu and Benoit just beat the beat the tar off of me. You know what I mean? Mm. I mean, not not in like a in a, in a sadistic or you know I right. mean, in a, a brutal way. Just it's the way just they that, work. Yeah, you know. And it's like I it's not like I didn't know what I was getting into. You know, and I was I was twenty three or whatever at the time. So, you know, you know, I got beat up by my parents growing up. So I mean, I was kind of used to beatings, <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, yeah, these, it's, it's it just, it was just crazy to Just just, I, I don't know. I, it, it's, it's, it's just crazy to me. He's still around.
2: All right. So I don't think we really needed to tell the people our grades on this week's show because I think we made it perfectly obvious how we felt about it while we were doing it, unless you guys want to tell everybody. But it was – the funny thing is I look at it as I was watching it. I was like, oh, my God, this is only a half an hour and – except. I mean, there were two decent matches on it. I mean, I guess, I guess you can give it that. The Public Enemy and the Bruce Brothers was fun. And then uh, Sabu and, and Mike Awesome was Yeah, too, but, they, so. but
0: they were still clips. Yeah, yeah.
2: and, that, and, that, <laughs> yeah, and <that. laughs>
0: It wasn't like you had Bob Ortiz, you know, introducing both guys. It, they just, they joined the match in progress with mm-hmm. like clips. So I, I guess in a sense, you, Nate, you were correct. You know what I mean? But. You know, it's like going all the way around your back to scratch your elbow kind of thing. Like If that's, if that's the best you can say about it,
2: yeah, 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 we're good. Leaned in, tried to give it some credit. No. Hopefully, hopefully next week's show is at least a new taping. Now that they're done with the uh, the, um, Valley Forge. The, the Valley Forge show, maybe next week's a new taping because I know they're headed toward this April 16th. Show at the ECW Arena with the return of Sabu to the ECW Arena. So, Aaron, any final thoughts this week?
1: Uh, I have the Hambone Award. <laughs> oh yeah! should I get Jess for this? <laughs> well, Cele-
2: celebrity presenter
1: because the um, Hambone bone bone Award you. is 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 awarded to us because we watched
0: this. We're the I'm not, I'm not accepting role. that award. <laughs> All right, let's give it to Hawk.
2: The Hawk, the Hawk, Hawk promo gets the Ambone Award this I, week.
0: I still say we give it to Tom Brady because I have no idea why his name's on my notes. I'm, I'm giving it to Tom Brady. Did, did he even play today or something? Why would I have Tom Brady's name? I, I don't even watch football. <laughs> like, the first thing on my page hey guys, after it says "Love sure. Chad" is it's is a- good Tom Brady video.
1: It's official. Tom Brady's in the Hall, Hambone Hall of Fame. We're gonna give him the award.
0: Well, I mean, if you're <laughs> gonna be in multiple Hall of Fames, you might as well just really start collecting them. He's like yeah. the Kenny Omega of Hall of Fames. <laughs> he's, he's in the, the the NBA, the MLB, the NFL. Hambone. <laughs> That's
2: and the most. And he's best. gonna
0: be in fucking Hamburg. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's three weeks from tonight. Three weeks isn't from there, tonight, it'll be in Hamburg.
0: Isn't there another one coming up, or is it still the same one? I was say, the <laughs> one suspended. <just> <laughs> I, I thought I saw an ad that I think Tony. No, what did I post about Tony Stetson?
2: Oh, they, that's that. Where the hell was that? Let me look at it. <laughs> I Can't remember where it was. Uh, I think
0: it was Hambone. <laughs> I'm telling you, I think it was Hambone. And, and then, it, and the best part was, is that his name wasn't on the poster. Or neither was his picture. Yes, so, it is. So I'm thinking he was just going to it. <laughs> here it doesn't
2: actually it doesn't say here where it's at. Oh it, my looks, God. It, it looks it looks though. But oh. yes, Tony Stetson posts uh November thirteenth. Oh no, he is going back in the ring at the age of sixty two with two new titanium knees. He's like brutus what? beefcake. What the fuck? <laughs>
1: Like he jumps off the top row but it's like the million dollar man, but I'm the six million dollar man, Tony Stetson. <laughs> he, says, every,
0: he, he,
2: he says, Everyone outside the wrestling world says, Are you crazy? Why would you do that?
0: Have you guys ever seen the um <laughs> the pro wrestling um what is it illustrated Lords of the Ring with Gordon Soly and Bill Adler? Yeah. And yeah. then at the end they had that video where it's George Thurgood, like it's um uh, um is it the hand bone? <laughs> Doing that oh, hand jive. Yeah. Doing that crazy hand, hand, hand jive. And <laughs> I'm never gonna look at it the same now. Doing that crazy <laughs> hand, bone. I'm, hand I'm just gonna, bone. I'm just gonna do bone. I'm just gonna do Jimmy Valiant hands. <laughs> Like, like all over the place. <laughs> all right, I don't have enough. I, I don't have any. I mean, if you want to follow me, just get behind everybody else. I don't know because <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> um, I'm still sitting here, so yeah. If you do,
2: follow follow Chad on Twitter at Chad Austin Demira. Check out the Weekend Wrestle Podcast and <laughs> WrestleNet Radio, and please do if you have not join our Facebook group. Hop on in and have some fun talking ECW in our Facebook group and talking about reliving the extreme. Thank you to all of the loyal listeners and thank you to any new listeners that have discovered us along the way. Oh, and we, good Lord. we will con- we will continue to suffer through ECW till it gets good. And um, I mean, Shane's going to throw the belt down in about four months, so we'll see what we're how, how what we have to watch till we get to that. But until then, everybody, we'll see you next week on Reliving the Extreme. Thank you, and have a great week. Reliving the Extreme is a production of Maxin' Out Media, all rights reserved.